0: You need, indeed. So
1: it's like I'll pick the pickles off, take a bite, and somehow the pickles are back. It's like what happened? Because there's so many layers, and sometimes they fuck with you. And like, I, dude, I don't know, dude. It's it's a it's a saw trap. <laughs> it's like literally, like. You want to play a game?
2: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like music, content creation. And video games. I am one of
1: your co-hosts, Jesse Kazan. and I am a cookie thumper. And he is a cookie
2: thumper. Don't is look at I,
1: I probably shouldn't say that because that's probably. Now that I think yeah, about it, there's some it's probably like uh, a euphemism for something. Um.
2: But. Before we begin, I do want to take a second and thank HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode. HelloFresh can save you much-needed time during the hectic holiday season with meals like their loaded baked potato soup. Delicious. I actually had soup for dinner tonight. Soup is always great when it's chilly outside. Uh, use code PODCASTFREE for free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash Free. That is one breakfast item per box, as long as your subscription is active. Code PODCASTFREE at HelloFresh.com slash Free. Thank you so much to HelloFresh for sponsoring the episode. Mm. Mm, I love breakfast. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, you know, Eight just down.
1: power washing.
2: I saw power washing. Just power
1: washing Just power washing. Been back on the watching the, the flurf, the flat earth the videos. The flat power earth. Watching. I literally like started, uh, I started the stream the other day with my title was just like change my mind on something. Like I did like the, I did like, uh, you know, and yeah. it didn't even occur to me until after the fact that it was effectively like the, uh, the, uh, the meme with, um, Steven Crowder or whatever name, his name, Steven name is. Steven Crowder. Yeah. I remember I used to unironically watch that guy too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> me too. Before he went kind of crazy, but, um, you know, the whole like insert hot take here, yeah. change my mind, you know, kind of yeah. thing. I just like, I made my title couple days ago like i need my mind changed on something and a bunch of people came in and and uh and like nobody had really any hot takes yeah um i just like so i when i was in texas um i think i said last time i spent a bunch of time with uh with frankie uh and oh yeah Alvin, yeah, um, yeah yeah uh and uh and we just <laughs> had some really good conversations and it was like yeah Thoughtful, engaging conversations about things that are like remotely related to any of the stuff that we do every day. Yep. um, That are like even a little controversial. Yeah. It's just like, dude, it it, it gave me energy. It is
2: a thing. Like it is such an important thing. It's such an important part of life that I've been feeling that too. I've been missing it. Like, it's so funny. I'm I'm pretty naturally introverted, especially when it comes to, like, my motivation to do something. I'd always just rather, like, chill at home. Like, if we're going... Like, parties stress me out, but going to hang out with two or three friends, I'm, like, super excited for, you know what I mean? And, like... And then you get into streaming, and it's, like... It's so fascinating that, like, you know, my wife was the very extroverted one. She's at home with the kids, and I was the very introverted one, and I'm, like, talking to hundreds of people. You know what I mean? And so... It's it's actually been something we've had to really kind of be intentional about because my like my tank is always at empty for like social stuff because I talk talk I talk all day to a million people and and I love it but like I start at a half a tank already compared to where my wife is as an extrovert and I'm always on empty but yep. it's so different like you said to be across from a human being and like talk about stuff because you cultivate, obviously you know, this you cultivate kind of like a pathway on Twitch where you're like, we're not going to talk about that. Not because I don't want to talk about that. I actually do want to talk about that, but this just isn't the forum, right? People are going to come in there. I'm not going to understand whatever, whatever, whatever. So to have a place where you can like engage with somebody and talk about things you wouldn't talk about on stream. It's just like, dude, I've been missing that too. Like just that actual human connection
1: yeah and, and for a long time it was like it was really hard for me to do to have any kinds of complicated conversations because I was too ADhd and unable to be focused so like I would yeah have I would have these ideas and I would try to go through these ideas and then messages would be popping up in chat and I would constantly be like I would be reading them and would get um distracted yeah. when like the I think like the more I've just, like, reflected on things and seen other content creators and, like, taken, like, mental notes. Um, I found over the last couple of days having some of these conversations, I was able to just kind of monologue and just not read chat Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that there's, like, always a part of me that was, like, when you're talking with someone, there's the the whole, like, you see them nodding their head. You know they're paying attention. Without chat, it's always, like, I'll talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, and then I'll look, and then, like, it'll be like Cricket cricket you know what i mean and yeah. i'll be like you guys following so far and then like <laughs> 10 seconds and then one or two people say yep yep and it's like when there's probably 80 people that are like waiting for me to continue yeah but you don't see that so yeah yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but 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 um i kind of just like a little flip uh switch flipped i think in the last like week where i'm like i want to try this a little bit more That's and cool. just fucking talk and just talk and and get my point out and like not it's weird to do that without any amount of feedback. Yes.
2: It's like, it's a retraining of how to communicate because like you said, when you're in person, you're kind of like waiting for those cues. And if you don't see those cues, that's a cue for me, at least for me to just like dive bomb the conversation. If if I'm like starting a story and I'm just getting nothing, I'll just be like, and that was fun. How's your day? Like, I'll just dive bomb it. Right. But in chat, you're not going to get that, but you have to retrain that that doesn't mean that people aren't paying attention you almost have to like retrain to like just finish the thought and yeah. then let people respond you know
0: yeah
1: yeah and and you either you get the cues around people who are like you can see they're like mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, yeah <laughs> sometimes
1: they're you know like you realize they're you're not making sense yeah, yep. or your point isn't clear um and i think like yeah at some point having just like the confidence to just say i'm just gonna talk as if a bunch of people are sitting there fucking listening and Which is just weird. It's a weird thing. It almost feels like egotistical to be like, people are just sitting here and they're a captive audience and they're just going (laughs) to listen to what I have to say and I just can say it. It's weird. Um, You know, but uh, but yeah. And then another thing, have we ever talked about? And and this is actually an interesting thing because me and Frankie uh, and Calvin had this exact same conversation. And I think this comes up a lot. Uh, Did we ever talk about like the meaningful distinction between introvert and extrovert that I think for a long time? I,
2: think I didn't we talked about this a long time ago, but I don't remember.
1: <laughs> yeah, how like um, I don't remember how I heard it, when I heard it, whatever. But it was it was really interesting. Um, how f- basically forever, and I think a lot of people think of it this way: how an introvert is someone who's like shy, and an extrovert is someone who's outgoing. Yeah, and how that is like it's not those can it's, it's be incomplete, true. Incomplete.
2: Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Whereas you know, in many ways, I consider myself an extrovert because i can just go and talk to anyone i'll 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 randomly say something to someone in yeah. line at starbucks you know like now granted i also like am am good at like understanding social cues and i'm not one of those weird people who just Correct. talks and like keeps talking and keeps Correct. talking you know but like you, you, I'm, I'm not afraid to talk to people or yeah. I'm, I'm not afraid of being on stage or the center of attention yep. or you know whatever but at the same time so the the meaningful distinction that i heard was that extroverts are people who when they engage with people, they get energy, yes. they become energized Yes. or introverts. They get drained by it. Yes. So yes. it's like when and I have that, these conversations, I love it for the time I'm in it. And then I, and then I'm like, like, I'm yes. just fucking Yeah. So,
2: and that's why, and that's why dude, people are always like, there's no way you're an introvert. You know what I mean? Like I'm also very much so a person like, like the, like, uh, in real life, or even did, I mean, I wish I had the VODs of the early streams, but like in real life, if I start a new job, who I am for the first month, like is radically different than who I am a year later. And not even just like comfort and competency at the job, but like, I like at, I worked for like four four or five years at Apple. And I used to have people come up to me and be like, dude, I thought you were a completely different person when you started working here. Like they would be compelled to tell me because when I get comfortable, I get so, but for stream like i have i have people all the time be like there's no way like anytime i say that like there's no way you're an introvert you're good at talking to people or you're like super loud or like you'll be energetic and like yell with velian and i'm like that's not it it's when this ends i'm dead but if my wife gets home from like 6 hours with her friends girls night she's like on crack cocaine like ready to like tackle a job you know what i mean and that's that is the meaningful distinction Some extroverts are shy, some introverts are loud, but it's like exactly how, how a interaction can like energize you or drain your energy is huge. Yeah.
1: Yep. Anyway, I don't know what that was relevant to. I don't know. I don't even
2: know how we got there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, just like you saying that you miss talking with people in real life and the types of conversations that we're not used to having in chat. And I just... Right. Uh, and yeah, I just yeah, latched no. onto that because I feel that because like TwitchCon was a big one for me. Like us just hanging out, like talking for like a few hours at the end of a night or whatever, when we got back. Like it had been so long since I had done that. I'm just like so routine stream, family time, sleep, stream, family time, sleep. And it's just like those moments kind of wake you up to be like, damn, I need to go hang out with friends more often. You know what I mean? Like I need to, I need to do stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah and I, I have like this craving right now. Um, <laughs> it, 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 I I say this knowing how cringy it sounds, but it's like not I'm not intending to, but like I I just want to like debate someone. I want to like argue. Yeah, I feel like, that. And not like not like argument argue, but like oh, yeah. I would love for just just to I just want to engage in a fuck like something that yeah. I have to think and I get my shit challenged and like yeah. Ugh, I just wish I wish I the more and more I get jealous yeah of like Destiny's like stream like what he does is he pulls up like Factorio and then just sits on Discord and oh, talks yeah. with people and and just like that's what I like that's how I can like see me yeah, being interested yeah. in like streaming sim, four years from just now just
2: like ripping with somebody you know what i mean yeah, yeah
1: one of the, and one of these days when someone comes into chat and 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 if they seem remotely intellectually honest and maybe we disagree i'm gonna be like hopping discord and let's have a fucking talk yeah you should dude and like i've never done that before so it could be really weird but i, I really am kind of like tempted to just like rip the band-aid off and see yeah because honestly when we did that the other day um we, we now of course i uh this is something that i wanted to talk about just because it was on my mind at the time um and and uh uh, but, you know, we had gotten and we don't we won't get into it here, but gotten into some of the more like social uh, issues around like trans rights and kinds of stuff like that. And I'm like, I want to, you know, share some of my thoughts about this. Yeah. Um. And, you know, like my viewership like doubled in like the 30 minutes I was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And there was literally like one person in chat. Who like disagreed and were kind of a degen about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but even then it was like. Like, I don't know. I feel like people would be entertained and also educated and learn some things. And I think people would like it. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll see.
2: Dude, I think it'd be super interesting. I think it'd be super interesting, especially because like that stuff, like so often, you know, once again, I feel like we're teetering on the edge not to get super, you know, into it. But like, you know, you mentioned Steven Crowder because you did the whole change my mind thing and you were like, I unironically used to listen to him and like I did too. And it's funny because like that intellectually honest debate plus content often means like extrapolated out to its logical conclusion is often sensationalized nonsense, right? Like so many yeah. people that start that way because when you add the content component, when you add the content to the recipe, as some part of the monkey brain for most people, ends up going, will lean into that point a little bit more. Or I dunked on that guy, make him feel bad a little bit because that's what generate clips and that's views and that it ping-pongs back more. So a lot of the stuff that even maybe started really intellectually honest, yeah. I feel like kind of floats <clears throat> away from that. So, But I think that's what real people are more addicted to, you know what I mean, is the real conversation because it's a much more uh, real template to like learn how to argue learn how to disagree learn how to learn um and it and it often just drifts away from that you know so that would be super cool to see you do i think um but yeah
1: (sighs) ah yeah and then you like fast forward like a year from now and (laughs) i've got like a a billion subscribers and i'm like a fucking complete Psychopath, like yeah, gone way dude. too far, one way or the other, and now I'm like a shirtless, like a... <laughs> bald,
2: cigar, whiskey. <laughs> oh my god,
1: yeah, dude. Oh yeah, dude. I'm I'm talking about like I'm purple pilling everyone, and like, <clears throat>
2: oh man, getting his tea checked. The tea
1: levels. I'm, I'm like I'm like literally learning. I like I just recently like started to learn about all these fucking like. Like pill movements, right? Like, are you black pilled? Are you fucking red pilled? Oh my god! Everything—it's just so cringy. Yeah, all of it. It's brutal. Oh it's my fucking, god! Uh, yeah, top. Oh my god! Top V. Top LOL. V. <laughs> oh my god,
0: dude!
2: Yo, <laughs> uh, top V. Dude, oh my
1: god, that's so good. The ver- the veritasphere.
2: Yep. Yep. Cobra sauce.
1: <laughs> listen, listen. Do you want a hundred bitches and ten trillion cookies? I'll show you how. Listen,
2: Veritas is the only way. Oh my god. Well, uh, where the fuck is Arena? Let's get this out of the way. God damn it, mother
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> no. <gasps> fucker <laughs> i'm mad dude i, I fuck <laughs> legitimately i was yeah. excited dude. dude i was legitimately excited today and then i and i like i checked twitter and didn't see anything on twitter and me rolling up into your stream today bro that was me. My resub message was my like I was lashing out.
2: <laughs> dude, the you probably saw it, but like, did you see the look I got when I was hearing that TTS? For two seconds, I like, saw
1: it was you, dude. Oh, that's the, yeah, I was I was praying that you had TTS. I couldn't remember. Like, yeah, you have TTS, bro.
2: I was like, holy Christ, I'm not ready for this. Um. Yeah, man, dude, I don't know. Now here's the here's the deal. Here's the deal. Because there are already people furiously typing in the comments. I know. Like, they never said it was gonna be the fourteenth. Which is true. They never nice said guy that. Did, okay. Nice, but guy, nice is, guy did. Nice guy did and he, he is BSG. we he should be banned because
1: he lied to us. No. Agreed. Um <clears throat> He told me privately one hundred percent.
2: One million Seriously?
1: percent you know he like, oh. <laughs> literally he was like yeah it's 100 percent in texas that's what he said that should prove to all of you fucks that none of us know what's going nobody
2: on. knows dude all day today people were like i know you know i was like dude i wouldn't be nearly as depressed as i am right now if i knew like
1: and he, well, he, <clears throat> here's the problem the moment that anybody says that bsg could still just like when as soon as it was leaked they might have just D- decided yeah. okay just to spite everybody yeah, literally. we are we're going to push it back x number of days but like and that's always a possibility so no one ever knows
2: for sure but here's what happened right i thought we talked last week i was hoping it was going to be the 7th you know xyz whatever and then what happened was when they updated the launcher um like i told we told this last week uh, everybody started like hacking the launcher and modding the launcher and getting the install And at one point in the inspect element in the code of the arena site, there was a message that was like, congratulations, you've been selected for, you know, whatever the beta testing on the 14th. And then people were finding that in the code in the launcher and people were finding that here. And then like emails were getting leaked, like official emails from Battlestate being like, yada, yada, yada. But it was never. And I said this, right? Like all that evidence definitely doesn't mean it's a hundred percent. So like, yes, Yes, there is some ammunition on the side of like, well, everybody said, everybody you know hyped themselves up, and they said it was going to be the, the 14th, and it, but it wasn't done by BSG, so you guys just let yourself get got by BSG all the time. Sure, whatever. But what they did say was that it was for sure going to be ready by fall of last year. What they did say was that it was for sure going to be ready early December. What Nikita has said every single time he's been asked in the past six months is sooner than you think. It's so soon. It's ready. We're just polishing it. It's sooner than you think. So yes, I'll give you, you know, trolley pants 69 that they didn't say it was the 14th. But like everything they have said has been wrong every time. And every time they don't give dates, but they do give you this like it's sooner than you think. It's so soon, guys, which is like almost worse in my opinion and it's just like so i just i just don't think that there's a world where the people wouldn't like where the players wouldn't rather just a date and then a a tweet saying we're having internal struggles we're trying to get the most recent build up we're going to have to push the date like that's better than soon man sooner than you think i know you're excited sooner than you think and then the devs like dimitri's like trolling dude he's tweeting like i bet you guys hate me don't you and i'm like dude shut up (laughs) yes yes you motherfucker (laughs) so like it's uh so that's been it's just been frustrating man like and, and here's the thing you know when when we say it's frustrating a lot of people immediately go to like well, you know, you're a streamer, you're a content creator, whatever. Like, it's true. I, my personal experience is like, it's December, it's Christmas. Two of the big things are happening this month the arena and wipe. And I want to, as a part of my job, make sure that I'm available to do and create content around those times, which makes planning things for Christmas pretty rough. But even if you take me out of it, even if you take content creators out of it, the reality is, is that even though I'm stressing about like when it's coming out because I'm trying to m- have Christmas with my family, even though even that I'm still in a better position than everybody else, like the the real people who get frustrated by this are the casual players. Like, do you know how many people took off work today because everybody in the community was like, it's got to be the 14th, right? Like. I,
1: even if that's I, on, that's on them,
2: I mean, I'm not saying that you should take off work. I'm not saying you should take off work, but I'm saying it's like people are trying to figure out when it is so that they can enjoy it as well. No matter what day of the week it is, I might not be able to play all day, but like I stream six days a week, right? So I'm going to be able to play it. So it's just like, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just weird. And, and then the other thing is like, I just don't know. I haven't had anybody. I'm not saying there isn't one, but I'm just saying I haven't had anybody explain like a reason that doing it this way is better. Now, they've done it with everything. They've done it with the wipes. They've done it with everything. But this feels so different. This is like the launch of a, of a game, right? Like the launch of a new game. It just feels weird from a marketing perspective too to like not tell anybody when your game comes out and just hope that when it does, people are
1: going to play it. I almost feel like they're... Oh, so here's the thing. The lo- like, Look at it this way though. The longer that they go every day, more people are talking about it and there's more anticipation. If you, okay, we, you, like, you know, if you're on that side of things. Yeah. That you, that you and I would be like worried. At least I would be like self-conscious that like the longer I wait, I'm, people are just going to move on. Yeah. That's what I would be thinking. Yeah. But from our side, we are all just waiting here with bated breath. and 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 more there's more hype and more talk and no press is bad press and it's more like if you talk about the excitement the frustration and excitement both go way up
2: yeah 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 but so
1: i don't know it's like genius but also toxic but
2: here's the thing i think
1: if it's intentional yeah
2: yeah that i mean that's a big question i think that that though is a smaller amount of people than you than we think Like, yeah, everybody that freaking lives and breathes the Tarkov subreddit and Tarkov Twitter drama, we are getting more frustrated, which kind of, you know, we don't want to admit it to ourselves, gets us more excited and that goes up. But like we talk about all the time with like events and how like they'll put out an event and they'll tweet about it. And we've talked before about like how many hundreds of thousands of players don't follow on Twitter or don't read it every day. They're going to miss something. So I think to the large majority of the player base that didn't even know it it was like, it's weird to not have a release date. And then the second half of that point is I think they're pretty clearly trying to acquire new customers with this game, a new audience. There's obviously going to be overlap in the Venn diagram, but like, I think they want new gamers in. And so to not, not only market your game, but to not even tell anybody when it's coming out, it's just interesting. Now I know it's going to be in waves and it's a beta test and not everyone's going to be able to play it, but it's just, it's just an interesting thing. Once again,
1: well, they, they are marketing. We are, we're talking about it. Well, and... yeah,
2: they are marketing because they're doing like the, they did TwitchCon and they're at DreamHack <clears throat> right now and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just like, for every argument that this way is good, I just feel like there's a stronger argument
1: to be made for, here's a release date. And once again, uh, if they... Well, that, that, is, that assumes that they that they ha- are ready and no. Yeah. That... And, and 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 what my gut tells me is that they are really, really close and are like they could have pulled the trigger at any yeah. point and probably are running into last minute yeah. headaches that like if 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 we were planning on like uh any of the major big software products that I worked on like when I was in the robotics industry the yeah. software that I was working on. Was being used by millions of people every day that spend lots of money. That, yeah, if we pushed out uh, something that was bad, it would be bad, you know, there'd be like, yeah, tech articles written about it and shit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> if we were planning on releasing something on a Thursday and we ran into an issue, like someone might bring up something that they that would bring them pause at our 10 o'clock meeting on Thursday, chances are it's not going out until Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Because Thursday we talk about all day what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, And then on Friday we implement whatever the fix is and we test it all day. Usually a QA guy stays fucking late. And then Monday we do a double check sanity check and then we push it out Tuesday. Yeah. You know, so it's like one question can turn into four days, which might've been yesterday for sure. But So it's like, I just don't know. For
2: sure. But had you up until that point for the past six months been pushing push notifications to your audience being like, we're so close. That's the difference. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Is yeah, that like... Because
1: the marketing department is separate yeah. and, you know, and 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 all everything points to the fact that they were planning on the 14th. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So once again, again, though,
2: once again, I'm not saying that they shouldn't delay <laughs> the game. I'm saying I genuinely think assigning a date, a target date, and then moving it with clear communication is a better hole than soon for a year. Because it was supposed to come out fall of last year, guaranteed, based on what Nikita said in a podcast in the yeah. summer of last year. You know what I mean? That, that's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's like, what, like because that's what I say. Every time I'm like, dude, I wish they would give us a date, people are like, well, what if they don't know a date? It's like, okay, if if their internal target date was December 14th, then they should have made the date January 31st. And then even if they still need more time, then they can still say more time. I'm not saying like my my saying, like I wish they would give us a date, isn't that their internal target date, they should just tell us that it's that. Like they can build in the leeway time and they can delay. Like I'm fine with all those
1: things. It's just weird how. But you're also reasonable. Uh, very no true. Matter what, no matter what they say, no matter what they say, they'll get shit on. So yeah, I think sure. it's like, it's almost a defense mechanism at this point. That now I, they're that's not what say I anything. think it is. They're not going to say anything I and they're going to meme and they're going to do whatever they, they're going to do whatever they are going to do anyway. Yeah. That's, and they're just going to meme because fuck it. It's that's the internet honestly, and fuck
2: it. that's honestly my guess. Like I, I legitimately think it's a defense mechanism and I think it's a, I think that it's just like a rejection. I I think that they like, because that's the other thing too is like, even if it just feels weird to be like getting the tweets of like, Oh I bet you guys are so excited or like you, I bet you guys are so mad at me right now or like all that kind of stuff. Like that's just weird to me, man. And so to be honest with you, I think you're right. Like I I don't think it's a reasonable take. I think they would get, I think they would get 10 hate units by just giving a date and moving it. I think they're getting 50 hate units by never doing it. I don't think they see a difference. Like I don't think they can even quantify that they would actually, that it wouldn't be as toxic if they were just more open and honest about it. So they just take the trolley method and they're just like rejecting it and just being like, we're just going to we don't want to say anything. We don't ever want to say anything. We're just going to do whatever. Every single time Nikita gets a microphone, he says it's sooner than you think. And they just like, I don't know. It's just it's just weird. Once again, this is not (coughs) this is not the Jesse Kazam knows exactly what they should be doing segment. But as we say many times, I don't think I have to know exactly what they should be doing to be able to criticize the fact that they, they said it was going to be early December. It's not, they said like, and once again, it's okay if dates move, just like the communication around that, like, Hey, we wanted it to be early December. We're having issues. We're hoping to release it soon. Please stick with us or, you know, whatever. Like, it's just, it's just the complete. And once again, I know there's going to be a million comments on this of like, Oh, bsg at communication big whoop why are you even talking about it and to you i say shut up that's what i say uh so but it's it's just oh, <laughs> it! oh! it's just uh it's just it's just interesting and it's frustrating and it's like i'm still excited for the game but yeah i don't know i just uh i just feel like this is the weirdest method <laughs> to do this you know what i mean since it's
1: I would be surprised and impressed thing. if it was anything. If it was anything other than yeah nonsense. Yeah, so. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's true. I get that. But boy,
1: <clears throat> is
2: it hard to play Juggernaut right now? Because <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, I don't know. Uh, so they're at Dreamhack though, which is a uh. Oh that was the event you were maybe going to
1: um yeah that was the one i was replaced at
2: wow um I'm trying to think they've got oh they've got the they've got a tournament they've got like an actual like esports arena dot com slash esports uh, about dream hack and there's like a there's a page where um it has, like, like a live leaderboard. It's got, like, the teams that are competing and the schedule and the tournament rules and, like, the brackets and stuff like that. Um, so, I don't know what they're going to do because, like, it was supposed to be a three-day tournament, but apparently one of the teams, Axel's team, like, they couldn't get their visas in time, so they, like, just could, couldn't get to Germany. Like, they're not going to be able to be in Germany this weekend. So, mm. there were six teams. Now there's five, and I don't know what they're going to be able to do but I mean it's like Virtus Pro Ascend Gamer Legion these are like real I mean esports orgs sending teams and so um, so I mean like that will be cool I feel like what we'll, we'll probably get to see more of they did that thing the reason why I thought it was the 7th was because Axel went to that thing in St. Petersburg and they did like a they did another event where they played a bunch yeah, 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 and in that on that they played another map they played the stadium map where it was like literally in the middle of a football stadium is they had set up like a fob so there's like shipping containers and medical tents and all sorts of stuff and then that was one of the maps for arena that we hadn't seen yet so watching some of that footage was pretty cool it's it seems like one of the bigger maps Um, Mm. it's got some pretty cool aspects to it so I'm sure we'll see more of that map some more of the other maps maybe Um, uh, it's called the head eyes showdown and it's supposed to start tomorrow um, fucking lol at like 11
1: GMT plus one. I don't know what that means, um, bro. Oh, you don't know what that means. We were. I, I, I was just talking about fucking uh, the first ever software bug that I ever solved uh, as a junior engineer. My first three days on the job. Yeah, it was uh, an issue with time zones. Um, and so GMT is Greenwich Mean Time. Uh, have you ever heard of UTC? You know, yeah. like universal time code. Yeah, so that's literally like... Like, we're Eastern time. Yeah. We're five hours, so we're UTC minus five. Yeah, okay. So so GMT plus one is one time zone over from Greenwich Mean Time, so that, that would be yeah. six hours ahead of us. And I was literally just pulling... I, I pulled a fucking So MS UTC Paint
2: and was, GMT are the same? <laughs> yes. Then why are those your names?
1: Um because i don't know that utc is is I don't
2: it know is it one name one direction is it like gmt plus or ut utc minus
1: no so gmt is so gmt is like a time zone utc oh. has to do with like times um like uh, standards
2: so they're kind of interchangeable which makes them confusing
1: because uh, I mean, effectively they they yeah. are you can think about them yeah but yeah like you UTC isn't a time zone yeah um but you it you can think about it roughly equivalent to yeah so to like UTC GMT. isn't
2: a time zone but it starts somewhere and like you know what i mean and then you go plus or minus to delineate the difference GMT is a time zone I'm like, going to google it like i could say EST -1 you could Figure out what that means, but that's not really a real thing. Like, that's not where you would start.
1: (laughs) But Wait. I mean, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, that's
2: what I'm saying, but, like, nobody does. All I'm just saying is that it's weird to say we're UTC minus 5, and that's GMT plus 1, so they're six hours ahead. It's like, why not just say that's UTC plus 1, and we're UTC minus 5, or we're GMT minus 5, and that's GMT plus 1. I don't care. It starts at six but, but all hours of, them, but all ahead them of us. all of them are
1: relevant. All of them are, are relevant. I think it just depends. Like, they're kind of interchangeable, but... Um, yeah, I'm
2: sure to someone they're relevant. It's just interesting.
1: What is the difference? Okay, wait. GMT stands for Greenwich Mean Time. It is a mean solar time observed at the Royal Observatory in Greenwich, London. UTC means coordinated universal time, and it's the primary central time standard by which the world synchronizes clock and time. You, ever heard, you know, like, timestamps? hmm Like, a timestamp is the number of seconds, like, generally the epoch time is the number of seconds since it's it's either one of these two moments it's either December 31st uh 1969 at 11:59:59 59. 59, nice or January 1st 1970 at like midnight it's one second off i don't know what the uh, what it is officially or what the distinction is has never been important but that's effectively the number of seconds since since that, that moment time. and that is utc um and that's how like everybody handles time zone stuff and yeah um but uh, although many english speakers misuse it as a synonym utc is the successor to the gmt um GMT divides the world into time zones in comparison to the time standards. It's Uncomplicated, but basically, what that means is that you could have a place within a certain time zone, but their UTC might be different from that. UTC does not account for daylight savings, while GMT does.
2: That's interesting. It's
1: like a viable reason to use
2: one or the other. Y- yeah. Well,
1: the but how both work are pretty much the same, regardless tomorrow. of whether you're tracking. There you go
2: tomorrow at GMT plus 1 so you figure out what time that is to where you are GMT 6 plus hours one. if it's and i say tomorrow days. but it's today minus 3 cuz this is going to happen monday
1: you're <laughs> a piece of shit it's also next week minus 7 so like if we're just going to talk about everything as relative uh is that what is that what relativity was about? Yeah, I think dude. Einstein was onto something. A hundred. percent. I'm nine f- feet minus three. David. <laughs> think about <Dude>. it.
2: <laughs> easy, easy. Um, but yeah, so they're they're doing that thing. It'll be cool, uh, pfft, dude. I hope to Christ that by the time this episode airs, uh, it's just live. But if it's not, then I don't know. I dude, it was like. Oh, it was, dude, it was so, it was so bad because it was like, obviously, you know, everybody's asking when Arena is. And my, like, I mean, my stream title, like, I don't know, <laughs> like, what's happening. <laughs> and then people just kept asking. and So then on my, on my, like, in, when I'm out of Raid, I pull up a screen now where, like, I combine the YouTube chat and the Twitch chat so, like, people can read each other's messages. Mm-hmm. And so up at the top, big across the screen, it's like, I don't know when Arena is releasing And dude, and it's just like, it's just chaos because people still come in and ask. And then you get like the chatters who get more mad at people asking than you are mad. Like, I'm sure you've encountered that with the wipe. Like people ask with the wipe and you're just in a flow state of being like, I'm not sure. Like, you know, and then somebody's like, stop asking about the wipe," And you have to be like, dude, chill. Like, you know what I mean? It's annoying, but chill. And so people are losing their minds at other people who are losing their minds. And nobody's reading the stream title of the giant text on the screen. And then people are getting confused because people are like, I thought the wipe was today. And I'm like, oh, my sweet summer child. No, the wipe's not today. And then people will be like, did you just say the wipe is today? They weren't listening. They heard the heard wipe. And dude, I'm like, shoot me in the face. Like, it's just going insane. It just spirals down forever into a black hole that forms and encompasses me and battlestate games um oh and then the only other thing that like happened was tuesday tarkov went down for like 9 hours and it just like went down and we were all like this is it
1: this is it and oh, like, yeah, yeah. And they were just having, like, issues just, with, like, Cloudflare yeah, or whatever yeah, the yeah. Fuck. yeah. Like, and it was
2: crazy because the Arena site, arena.tarkov.com, was down, but Escape from was up and functioning.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Dude, and so we were like, it's happening. And, like, I was freaking out. And then two and a half hours went by, and I was like, I don't think they're releasing really Arena. And I just played the finals a bunch, and then... Um, and then like I, and then I hopped off stream and then like six hours later, it was still down. It was crazy. So yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's, I mean, that's it. That's the Tarkov news. That's freaking no new event. The down the rabbit hole stuff didn't lead to anything. Bosses are still 100% spawn chance, which they have been for a while. We talked about that on the episode last week, that it ended with them just making bosses 100% spawn chance. They're still 100% spawn. Um, Tarkov is pain. I think that's it. That's, That's the stuff. That's the stuff. Dude, I think I am a part of some like dystopian black mirror gorilla marketing from the, the burger chain, red Robin dude.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I need to know what, <laughs> yeah. Cause somebody has all about, I dude. didn't exactly get it
2: the other day. Somebody came in my chat and they were like first time message. And it was like, yo, have you tried the guacamole bacon burger from red Robin? I was like, no man. They don't say anything else. The next day, different account, first-time message. Yo, have you tried the guacamole bacon burger from Red Robin? And I was like, nope. In my head, I was like, man, a lot of people like this burger, okay? Dude, six days in a row. It has to be. Somewhere between four and six days in a row. Today, I look over my chat, first-time message. Yo, have you tried the guacamole? And I was like, chat, what's happening? And we just talked about this Mountain Dew thing. We're like Mountain Dew is using AI and like scanning people's channels. And I was like, dude, what's happening? Who's what's happening? I haven't tried the sandwich and then the guy like responded a few other times. Finally it was the first time the dude has ever responded. And then like 30 minutes later, gua guac bacon underscore burger underscore red robin subscribes tier one. And I was th- there
1: for that. And I was there point, for that. At
2: this point, it's like ev- people are just changing their names and memeing around. But and the account was from like
1: 2017.
2: <laughs> yes, <was> the- <laughs> yes, dude, yes <laughs> dude. Yeah. Account created 2017. Dude. So like Yes, it's a meme now and people are asking, but I am telling you like six days in a row, a first time account has asked if I've tried this burger. And I just like immediately went to this like black mirror, like they're botting and just view botting and like typing in people's chats. I mean sub- it is a real thing. Subliminally market over long periods of time to be like, "Babe, you want to go out?" And and she's like, "Yeah, what are you feeling?" And I'm like, "Dude, I need to try the guacamole bacon burger from freaking Red Robin."
1: Holy shit, dude. I mean Dude, it's just uh, so God, weird. You you ruined my fucking month life <laughs> cuz now I'm See, like I've always I've historically this is like one of my like these are the invasive thoughts I have. When someone comes in and they like mention, like, have you played X game that I've never heard of and it's a first time chatter? I'm like, I just instantly assume it's like the guy who made the game (laughs) on a stock puppet account Mm -hmm. trying to sell his dog shit indie game. Um because I'm so like jaded and cynical about like all of this stuff. Have you heard of what you know, whatever? For sure, for sure. Um but like we we can't know anymore. Like we can't know anymore if the things we live in a dystopian
2: we do and it was just first time chatter every time no one ever said anything else and i was just like bro what's happening because first time chatter isn't a name change first time chatter is like that's a new account you know what i mean and i wish i Probably
1: had a, a lurker there was the most high effort lurker ever dude you should have you should have done the watch time i don't know i wonder if that would have worked that person to see if they yeah had like i should have i should have and i wish
2: i had gone back and and checked the like account age of all the accounts that had asked the question
1: but dude now you see now you say that and we're talking about dystopian future while we were having that conversation i had chat gpt make a you remember that song maria maria from uh santana She's oh. a mommy of a West Side story. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And I had ChatGPT basically do uh, an arena, arena, like come up with lyrics for it. And I corrected it on a few things. And yeah, like that's what I've been doing with my time while having this conversation. Wow. We're so talking about a dystopian fucking future. And, and here I am having Chad GPT, I still, I, I, that's the one thing I do better than ChatGPT. GPT still is make fucking uh, make uh, parody songs. Because yeah, it's not, it's not just about slant rhyming. Words, but really, the key—the key to these parody songs—is, um, it's you need the exact, you need to rhyme and have the same cadence of the original songs. You can't just have your own new yes. rhyme. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. Needs, it needs to rhyme within itself and within into the yeah, original. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's, like, a different song. Um, yeah. You know, ChatGPT isn't good at that. <laughs> Did you see the whole, like,
2: Grok thing? So, like, Grok is, like, the Twitter
1: uh, AI. I clicked on it, and it looked like I had to upgrade to Premium Plus. So yeah. So, I'm, like, oh, okay, I'm done okay, I'm already it. fucking paying.
2: But what I saw was I just saw some stuff where, like, people were posting screenshots where they asked it a question, and the response was, like, um... Have you tried the
1: new guac hamburger? <laughs>
2: No, the response was like we can't answer that question. It's against um our terms and services at OpenAI. And like apparently like a bunch of the information that they had trained Grok on was not was information posted to the internet that had been generated by ChatGPT. So it had scooped up a bunch of messages that people had posted where It was like, we're not, we can't answer that. It's against open AI. But it was just funny. I saw a few of those where it was screenshots of someone asking something of Grok. And the response was it's against open AI's terms of service. And people were like, oh, they stole the code or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's not. It's just that, like, they're training it. Now that there's so much AI-generated stuff on the internet, What's new AI is being trained on is stuff that's been generated by AI. And that's Uh growing ever more dystopian. Mm Yeah.
1: Yep. Everything. Every time is a flat circle. Mm-hmm. Everything. Every, there's everything overlaps with everything else. There's like 97 things that all overlap here with all the other. Like eh, I can't get away <laughs> from any of this stuff. My the Billy Mitchell video. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. The intro was a heavily modified uh chat gpt generated like meme yeah the whole like billy mitchell in the annals yeah. of video game yeah. history yeah, yeah, yeah. right um and one of the comments on twitter to so like one of my posts was basically someone someone said something along the lines of like they just started off with like lol comma <laughs> your whole script and then in parentheses or at least the intro so you mean 4 hours out of a 4 or 4 minutes out of, out a, of four a 4 hour video um you know or the intro at least was written using uh ai or you know chat gpt or whatever and that might have been in response to my joke tweet where i was quote unquote apologizing to h bomber guy for oh yeah quote unquote plagiarizing the length of his video yeah because his video was three hours and 51 minutes long about plagiarism. And my video came out the day after that was three hours and 51 minutes long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And just how that overlaps with like literally my video plus AI plus. Oh, and then people were giving him shit like, dude, there's nothing wrong with like doing a meme. David Attenborough, like chat GPT generated thing yeah. for what was essentially I hired a voice actor. Wasn't David Attenborough. Yeah, to, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, an, it's like a nothing burger. Right. And then and then he was like. I wasn't even like criticizing. Like, why are you guys being so toxic? And it's like when you start something off with, LOL, you had this written by AI. It's like, how would you expect that to come off? Yeah. And I was just trying to, he was trying to act like, oh, well, you know, you guys need to like take a step back and think about like the tone of your messages. He was saying that. And I'm like, it's all just, AI plus Billy Mitchell video, plus uh, dystopian future, plus lack of communication on the internet, plus guacamole,
2: plus Mountain Dew AI.
1: Well, And then the next message he said was, have you tried the new fucking Red Robin guac burger? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then my internet shut down for the day, and the cops (laughs) were at my door, and I don't understand what's going on anymore, dude. Dude, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird that Santana song Maria started playing. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It's
2: a weird, uh, it's a weird world
1: that we live in, bro. Holy Christ. I don't even like guacamole. So, like, I'm not, I'm not even really upset about it. <sighs> I, dude, I love guacamole, but
2: when I make guacamole, like store bought guacamole or like Taco Bell guacamole, like, I don't know about all that. Do you like avocados?
1: No. I feel like if I liked avocados, I'd like guacamole, no, free right? free guacamole just isn't that just like guacamole? I mean, uh, isn't guacamole just avocados like mashed up with like other a few other ingredients?
2: Yeah, but guacamole tastes very different than a plain avocado. No,
1: oh, doesn't. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't like avocados, so yeah. that's like kind of like the...
2: I liked guacamole before I liked avocados. Because it's like heavily salted, very limey, cilantro, tomato, onion, and then you can use the avocado as more of just it's it's more of like a binder to it. I'm trying to think of like I'm trying to think of another like recipe that's like that where you may not like I hate tomatoes.
1: But I love ketchup and pasta sauce and all those other things. Yeah, do you
2: like salsa at all? Maybe not chunky, but
1: like I like salsa, but it needs to have like, if it's finely chopped up and there's, yeah. like, a lot of other stuff, if yes. it's just, like, massive tomato chunks. Yeah. Not, like, pico, have, but, like, salsa. Yeah. It needs to have an appropriate, uh, appropriate, um, what do you call it? Like uh, distribution, distribution yeah. of of other things. And I also, like, I won't tank, like, a massive thing. Yeah, like, of, a, like a dip. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, you know, I'll...
2: So it's kind of like, yeah. that. I mean, obviously a right little bit proportion. different because the proportion of avocado is, is higher. But similar to like that where, like, you need tomato to make salsa, but it's the sum of its parts that makes it so good. That's kind of what guacamole was. It's, you know, a little bit skewed
1: more towards the other end. But, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, oh, my God, that just reminds me on the fucking, I had, when when we were in Texas, we were at the bar um with just a bunch of a bunch of tarkov folks uh and they had to order I don't know if, no this is a texas thing but it was like I don't know if it was whiskey I think it might have been whiskey which I like whiskey I like I like pretty much every liquor vodka's my least favorite actually don't fucking sukabli at me um <laughs> Wow, actually that I wasn't intending for that to work, but like bl- it bleat ends with at, so it actually kind of works. Don't, don't blee blee, at don't, me. <laughs> don't blee at. That was unintentional. I, I was like I couldn't think I of the thing. I substitute. I'm glad we it.
2: came back. Yeah.
1: Yeah, don't, don't blee at me. Don't bleat me. Um but uh, uh yeah, I uh but <laughs> what what we had and there's like I think it's a video on Twitter somewhere. It makes it look like I'm a bitch when it comes to alcohol. But I almost threw up because it was like whiskey chased with a thing of pickle juice, and I hate pickles, dude. I hate pickles. I used to be able to eat like the the sweet, like small like crunchy pickles when pickles. I was little. I think that's what they are. I had, yeah. just haven't had them in like twenty years. Pickleback is that what it's called? Pickleback. But like, I hate pickles. So the pickle juice, first of all, there was like a like a almost like a seed or something in it that what. So it was like. I, I literally, I I took the shot and then I thought to myself, no, I'm gonna leave a little bit extra in the shot glass of the the Jameson so that I could fucking pickle juice and then and chase then it hit with the, the Jameson. Jameson, yeah. Because I was like, Ugh. I just hate. It. it was it was it was like salt water. It was I, like lukewarm salt water. I don't understand. I
2: love pickles. But I hate, like I'm not a pickle juice drinker. I would literally vomit trying to just take a sip, like a shot of pickle juice. I couldn't have done that. I love pickles. I despise whiskey or bourbon. <laughs> so that would have been my nightmare. Dude, that's a pickleback. Clever name. I like the name. But why? Why? Ew. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no. I was be your fries and pickle juice.
1: I, I I hit the pickle juice and I had to like get up and walk around and like that. Ah, 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 dude, ah, and I just like, oh God. It, it literally tasted as if, as if you took like ocean water in a shot yeah. glass and then you just like put burger, left in it. it out on, the, left it out on like the counter. So it was lukewarm. That's what pick, it was just salty, gross ass. Oh. And that's the one thing that ruins my burgers, dude. There was one day where, um, were like, there was like ninety four pickles on my Big Mac. Yeah, and I always, I've always just get a Big Mac with no pickles. Yeah, and there was like nine hundred of them, and I bit into it, and and literally it's been like five years. Every time I I think about ordering a Big Mac, it's ruined by the thought of like I don't trust Big Macs anymore. Yeah, I can't trust. And I, pickles I, I, are I just a thing. assume it's a pickle trap.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the thing about like, I'm a big like just pick it off guy but pickles are kind even though I love pickles I can understand that pickles are kind of the exception like if I have a pizza I don't like black olives I'll just pick the black olives off but like pickles on a burger like because they it have soaks like a liquid into that comes- the bun you know what I mean like it becomes chemically a part of that burger you can take the pickles off you're still gonna taste
1: the pickles so I get
2: it I, I really and- do.
1: And they're, like, fucking camouflaged in with the The goddamn shredded lettuce. So it's like, I'll pick the pickles off, take a bite, and somehow the pickles are back. It's like, (laughs) what happened? Because there's so many layers, and sometimes they fuck with you. And, like, dude, I don't know, dude. It's a a saw trap. (laughs) It's, like, literally, like, you want to play a game? And then the guy hands you a fucking Big Mac and says... You've lived your whole life eating Big Macs and and never once have you consumed a pickle on purpose. Now is your time to atone for your sins. You need to take a bite of this Big Mac without checking for pickles. And you need to live with the consequences.
2: Dude, Pickleback would have been a much better name for the pickle Big Mac saw trap than whatever drink you drank. You want to play Pickleback? Oh my god. Look at this pickle back <laughs> Look at this
0: pickle back
2: Oh my God well, that's amazing. That is incredible. Um
1: this episode's a favorite dream dude. It is.
2: and I think you know, and we're only halfway through. but before we move on, I do want to take a second and thank the next sponsor of this episode <laughs> <laughs> that I need, which is uh better help. Uh, Do you have trust issues because of McDonald's? Yeah. You know. <laughs> um. No, but seriously, thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Um, if you've been around here for a while, you know that we have talked about them a, a lot—an online platform where you can get counseling or therapy. Um, you can speak to a licensed uh, therapist very quickly, very easily on their on their platform, and uh, and it's awesome. And especially around this time, like, uh, dude, seasonal seasonal depression—just this time of year—can really be a real thing for people like and and that ranges a lot from just like it's just dark and cold all the time and that's pretty brutal but then also the fact that i know for a lot of people the holidays are just like not you know not a super fun time and so uh especially around this time of year if you uh if you feel like you need to talk to somebody which is largely the cathartic release that therapy is just being able to talk to somebody uh better help is a really awesome tool
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, like, uh, just anecdotally, I've talked about this before because I've I've been with BetterHelp for multiple years now, and uh, I, I I feel like the, no, there's no better um, no better like advertisement for how how meaningful and effective uh, you know a, a platform like BetterHelp is than it wasn't long ago that I was real down. Yeah. Was not having a good time in a bad place, you know, mental health wise. Yeah. Um, and so were other other members of my family. Um, and and I was I was literally just thinking one or two days ago about how like oh yeah, I, I I'm I'm through it. Like I've gotten past it. Yeah. And and like and how impossible it is when you're there, you just <laughs> when you're down and you feel that way to feel like I I'll never be happy again. Yeah. There's no coming back from this, you know, whatever. And then to then making it through those hard times um, using therapy is massive to then look back and be able to say like, oh, I know where I was then feeling so hopeless. And now I'm on the other side. Uh, I mean, it really is like legitimately life changing. And uh, like we said before, there's so many, so many reasons why anybody of any walks of life, any age, gender, gender uh you know uh uh profession any of these things yeah. whether it's relationship problems whether it's professional issues whether it's self-esteem issues um yeah. having a platform like better help available for you to be able to get super affordable accessible yep. mental health counseling for any reason um is is just literally life-changing and
2: it's and and a lot of times i feel like the easiest thing to do is, you know, just fill life with things to avoid talking. You know, if we, if you're busy, like, you know what I mean? That was like, I know for, for me, that was a huge thing. You know, my mom passed away right after our son was born. I mean, immediately. So like, obviously my life was full and I literally, this happened like this week, the other day I was talking to my wife and I just like, I spoke the word mom. I was just talking to her and I was like, Oh, back in the day, my mom, and I just broke down and started crying. And I was like, maybe I didn't, maybe there, I haven't processed that. You know what I mean? I had the thought because I've just been so busy, you know, we had a kid and that was just life, you know? And I was like, and so that's, I feel like a lot of times we do that. It's just so easy to like fill, just to pick up more hours, pick up more stuff. I don't want to have to think about this thing. And it can feel like you're okay. You're through it. You know what I mean? You're over a thing. And, uh, and, and there, there really isn't a substitute for, just processing it and and whether it's something super heavy like that or literally just like anxiety, stress, work, trouble, you know what I mean? Like whatever it is, just having somebody to talk to is is pretty profound, like we were saying. So um, you can visit betterhelp.com slash podcast today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp h e-l p dot com slash podcast to get 10% off your first month. Thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Mm. Okay. What else do we have here?
1: Bro, oh, I have a new a new like uh game dev uh hero. Okay. Um and I I, believe, I say that um and I'm like I wanna My get his name. Hero's
2: name, right.
1: name is <laughs> Daniel Mullins. Daniel Mullins. Um, he is the guy that made inscription. Oh um and I had said remember there was the uh there was the trailer for that game, Pony Island, that was real fucking tricky. Pony Island 2, right? Pony Island 2. And I went and I played Pony Island the other day. Oh, so there
2: is a Pony Island?
1: There is a Pony Island.
2: Okay. I was assuming with how meta that trailer was, was that not it was a meme. Like, my thought was like, you'll figure out what Pony Island 1 is through playing Pony Island 2. Like, it'll reference a thing that doesn't really happen, but you'll... You know what I mean? I thought it was going to get, like, weird.
1: Okay. I mean, that, that would actually be, like, genius, just releasing <laughs> a, a game that was, like, two, that the that, that sequel to nothing yeah, that existed. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just going to release DLC for a game that wasn't ever made. Yeah. Just <laughs> paid <laughs> DLC. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, so I played it. Uh, I beat it in about three hours. Okay. Um, well worth the like. It was like six bucks or something, I think. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'll, almost twelve thousand overwhelmingly positive reviews. Oh, it was sick. released in released in twenty sixteen. Um, it's just it like literally starts off with like l- like fucking Hello Kitty Island Adventure looking little screen. And like literally <laughs> the first thing I did was like open up the the options menu. Um because normally I'll just go like turn the graphics up and whatever. Yeah. And like one of the first things I saw was like one zero zero one one zero one 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 zero was like with a checkbox. I was like and I pulled up paint, MS Paint, and I just really quickly converted the binary and it was like six hundred and sixty six six okay this game is already a little bit fucking weird what? uh then there was another checkbox that was like fixed start menu and then like i clicked it and the thing went like Beep. like the the menu option like fell and broke in half and i'm like what the fuck is going on like and it starts and it's just like a little pony it's just a 2d like like flappy bird just side okay, scroller okay and it's like a white line that's just like a fence and it's like and then like it gets more and more complicated and more and more meta um and and i have to i'm gonna spoil one one tiny aspect of the game uh if you haven't played it go play it and then fucking come back to this (laughs) Uh, because i it's just too good for me not to talk about um at one point, you are. Eventually, you're talking to like basically uh, a Satan AI that is Naturally. in control of like your soul. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, because that's what the game's about. Okay. And uh, and he's basically like, I need to make sure that you are paying attention. Um, and he's like, remember. Like, you need to remember this. And he gives you, like, a number. You know, it's like 2314 or something like that. And then all of a sudden, he, he starts talking, saying more stuff. And all of a sudden, you know how, like, uh, Tarkov does this all the time. You're playing a game, and all of a sudden, the, uh, Premiere Pro does this all the time, too, where suddenly, like, you're clicking, nothing's happening. Your cursor turns to a spinner, and the, the every, it kind of fades out to white. Yes. And then you're like, and then you see the is not responding. I'm yep. like, yeah like the game just crashed in the middle and I'm like about to click around and I go to click and all of a sudden it goes away and the little AI 2D Satan guy on screen winks at you and then the prompt is up for you to continue so it's like I, I I forgot to mention that like he talks to you for a little bit and says okay what was the number and you enter two three one and then the game crashes
2: oh.
1: and you're sitting there like oh fuck the little windows pop-up comes up and you like can move the box around. It faked you out into thinking the game crashed, and then it's like, did you remember? Another time, it asks you, it basically says, I need to get to know you better, or, you know, or whatever. Tell me the most vile, disgusting thing that you can think of right now, and, like, pops up a thing. Um, You type it in, I hit enter, and it's like, okay, you know, and then it continues on. And then all of a sudden, bloop, I get a message, a Steam message from one of my community members. His name's Obese Skydiver. Uh-huh. A steam message being like, "What the fuck, bro?" And he and he like respond, like repeats back what I said. He's like, "Really, dude? Like, what the fuck?" And I'm like, "Did the game just fucking take the vile, disgusting thing and told me to tell it and DM it, send it, DM it to one of my friends?" And it's like, "Bloop!" Like, "Bro, are you kidding? Are you trolling?" Like, "Bloop!" You know, and I'm like. Oh my god! And then it It pops up a a few more times, and then then I can tell it's starting to sound a lot more like the Satan AI. And it faked it just because those games have access to your Steam friends, so it can grab like the name and an avatar. So it faked those messages that were like it didn't actually send it, but it had me thinking, and I'm wondering like why is this guy God, bro? And I'm wondering, like, why is this guy not in my chat right now talking to me there? I almost opened up Steam to respond, like the Steam. But the game fucks with you so many times, dude. Oh
2: my God. And this is a game that starts off with a bloop. I'm a pony bloop jumping over a thing. Dude, that is like my
1: nightmare. That's crazy. That's why I'm so... I've never been more excited for a game. Like, Pony Island 2 is going to fuck my world, and I'm so excited <laughs> for it, dude. I'm so excited. Because this guy is a genius. Inscription was genius. Um,
2: Like, is he a one-man thing, or is he just, like, the head writer of the studio?
1: He's the developer and the publisher. Da- Daniel Mullins Games. He's he's made Inscription, what? he made Pony Island, and he made another game that I'm going to buy and play soon, as soon as I'm, like, out of maps on yeah, yeah. Power Watch the Mulele, called... Uh, called the hex that was made in 2018 and it's um it's basically there's like six people there's a restaurant a bar and there's six people in the bar and they're all like they're they all are like different characters like in different genres like the fighter the mage yeah yeah the you know the whatever and you are i think like the owner of the bar and you get a phone call on this rainy night and it's like someone in the bar is planning on killing someone tonight. F- find out who it is. I think it's like a murder mystery kind of yeah. thing. There's, so you got to go, and I'm ready to fuck that for that to fuck my day up, um, dude. That but I love that shit.
2: Wild,
1: bro. I mean, it's so it's just so inspiring. Like I yeah. love that. I love that
2: shit. The subverting of expectations and just like the creativity with which he
1: does it. That's it makes wild. me want to like make an ARG. It makes me want to like put out a whole yeah. like I'm I, like I want to like hide fucking messages in like my next 10 videos and have it be like a fucking <laughs> prize. You Yo. know like if you figure it out but now now people are going to go looking for it i'm not going to do it or maybe i am going to do it and I, I just i just ruined like seven people's lives yeah because they're going to like comb over all my videos Everything. and look for the messages i'm mean, like nostradamus if you look at the fucking timestamps, they correspond with like prime numbers dude and like if you, fucking if you convert look binary, for it you'll find it's, it it's the number 17 dude and seven like it has to be I mean, how could it be anything like that's got to be meaningful like 17 bro what does it mean you got and a you sick, know, it's nice like the- guy
2: and the sons of soon on it. <laughs> oh my god yeah Bro, that is amazing. That is amazing, yeah. dude. That that blows my mind. I would literally die at
1: the Steam friend thing. Holy cow! It was so good. It was so good. That's I just so being good. Like, that now now it just so happens that the fucking fucked up shit that I said was Tarkov good because there was only so many characters. So he was like, "LOL, Tarkov good." Like, "Are you must be trolling?" You're like, "Like, what is that supposed to mean?" You know, oh, blah blah blah. My... So god but so it, was it like, wasn't part- like yeah i didn't say you know like uh nikita did nothing wrong you know uh <laughs> i didn't say anything like that um but uh oh my god but like i'm sure someone probably did if they weren't like live oh, streaming dude, probably- uh,
2: there was absolutely some people who like l- their heart stopped and yep. you
1: know what the funny thing is too? That was that. I, mean, I always talk about this fucking podcast, Cool Games Inc. Um, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of the games they taught. It's like episode two of like of their podcast was they made a game called Cook for Cube. Okay. Where um, the 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 joke that they talked about was basically like you start this. It's like a cooking simulator game where you you start the game and it's like connect your Twitter account, you know, whatever. And you get you get pretty far into the game where it's like you you progress. And you get like start unlocking like all these epic like Master Chef fucking pots and all these cool yeah. knives and whatever. And then it's like it holds the pay to win thing in front of you like hovering above you. And then it's like you want you want to unlock this like type some real fucked up shit into this text box right here. <laughs> and it's like and then it you fucking put it into the box and then it effectively holds it over your head. And basically basically like you have to come back and play our game every single day. Otherwise, we're going to tweet this shit out on your behalf. And it's obviously like fake. They, yeah. They just yeah. They, they, des- they design games, um, but they're like, well, then. So we only need to design enough assets and enough content in the game to get you to that point. Then we have you by the balls and every frame of the game. It's 60 FPS, but every other frame is an ad and the wheels can fall off. All the graphics go away and it's effect- it's just a cube. Now, like Gordon Ramsay was the guy who was like in oh, charge. And now it's like my. now it's just a cube that you have to fucking cook for and by that i mean watch ads for because we've got you by the balls and yeah so that's uh, hilarious holy shit this guy like basically made cook for cube (laughs) yeah yeah,
2: yo seriously ding
1: dong shit into this text box and we're gonna tweet it out (sighs) that's wild that is insane can't wait for pony island dude (sighs) is there a release date uh that was the one that had like 2005 2006 like glitching oh, back and forth.
2: that's right. So oh, that was probably
1: going to be a while. That's brutal. That is brutal, but yeah. Uh oh, you know, I bet you it'll last I bet you it'll last in the store longer than um <clears throat> another game. Dude, sp- I'm so sad I didn't get a chance to buy of the day before. Dude,
2: the day before. And it's so funny because we had just posted our podcast where you were like, listen, I'm kind of excited to play it because I hope it's good. I hope it, you know, everyone was wrong. And I was like, listen, dude, games have launched in worse states. Let's see how she goes. And dude, scam. Scamazz. Bro. Um so I okay, so we'll read the freaking the message because. It's unreal. So, was it? It was four days, I think. Between four and six days after the launch of this game. Which, once again, was supposed to come out, I think, two years ago. And they got delayed, and they kept working on it, and it got delayed, and they kept working on it, and it got delayed, and they kept working on it. Today, we announced the closure of Fantastic Studio. Unfortunately, the day before has failed. Failed financially, and we lack the funds to continue. All income received is being used to pay off debts to our partners. We invested all of our time and effort. We apologize we didn't meet your expectations. We did everything within our power, but unfortunately, we miscalculated our capabilities. Yada, yada, yada. Dunzo. Bro. That was just unreal on so many levels. To just say we're taking the money to pay off our debts was just wild, in my opinion. And, like, so many people, by early access game standards, bought the day before. (laughs) Like, so many people. They had, I think, almost 40,000 peak concurrent players at one point, which is obviously... How much was the game? $40, $45.
1: Somewhere but So they made I mean they made like a you know a couple million dollars.
2: Yeah, because forty thousand concurrent is you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah assuredly 4x that in sales at least, right? You had huge content creators, which like we said earlier, you know, you made the joke, no, you know, press is bad press. Like if huge content creators make videos about a game, even if they're like this blo- this sucks, like people are still buying the game. It's still people like, oh, that looks interesting, or people buying it just for the memes? Um, dude unbelievable how quickly I, dude four days that doesn't make any sense to financial me. failure they said <clears throat> the number one most wish listed game on steam at one point they sold tens of thousands if not nearly a hundred thousand two hundred <laughs> and nine thousand sales what's two hundred and nine thousand times forty dollars eight million over a million. Commercial failure? Like for an indie game. Once again, like this wasn't Call of Duty, right? This is an indie game. <clears throat> How many indie studios would you freaking would kill to have thirty thousand, forty thousand people concurrently
1: playing their game? It's so weird. It's like here's the here's the <laughs> fucking Here's the thing, like it, it's it obviously screams like scam. Yeah but i'm trying to figure out like what was the scam because did they they got no money no i don't know if we're like sure of that i know that like, that's what people are saying um because you know like steam refund but like so then what so then again like what's the scam yeah. what's the scam then they, I, I they're so, so
2: bad at, at
1: scamming people that they scam themselves um, scamming investors? Maybe. I mean, so maybe the whole thing was hoodwinking, like from investors. the fantastic
2: side. They borrowed a bunch of money. Now they don't have those money to pay off those debts. They said, but they made it look like they were trying to pay off the debts. They're going to close, declare bankruptcy, and not pay off those debts.
1: Maybe. Now, now you know what? Actually, so, so <laughs> this is this is something that was like relevant to one of my jobs back in the day, and that like one of the things I kind of heard or was talked about was uh because i worked for a startup um and it was like sold to like everybody how this was like you know going to be the future blah 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 all this stuff and you know it was interesting it was an interesting idea i i was working there because not because i thought that it was like an amazing idea but at least it was like an interesting product um but one of the things that was like i learned more and more that a few of the people i worked with were like this guy has a pattern of Having these startups, raising shit tons of money, paying himself a massive salary. Yeah. All these benefits of having a really nice office, having like a rental car that was like, you know, not rental, but like lease from the company. And you do that for a couple of years and you just keep getting more money from investors. And then like it doesn't work out. And then you like get out and then like start a new thing. Yeah. And like could very well be that he was like scamming the people for sure for sure assuming there were investors and it was funded in that way again i don't know i don't like, know either
2: just, but it it seems like it seems too fishy and intelligent to be incompetence you know what i mean like like because i almost agree with you or it's like who got scammed here like it's weird you, you think they would
1: google like when do we get paid yeah do we get yeah paid exactly the day of the so like, so
2: exact that's exactly it like it feels too fishy too like weird because four days i mean like That's like, that's insane. Nobody, dude, they spent like, I mean, supposedly like five years working on this game. Unless they sold 22 copies of the game, nobody would call it quits after four days. That's crazy if you spent that much time. No, it's like they
1: they knew before they they knew way before that, that they were just going to cut and run. So the question is why? What's
2: crazy is they did updates every single day. Like, huge marketable updates on, like, the DeSync was crazy, and and Landmark or Desmond or, uh, you know, Hutch were like, it's a lot better today. And that could just be, I guess, less people playing. But they were doing, they were dropping updates almost every single day. It was crazy. So um uh MyTona, which is, like, an investor in the day before, tweeted out, um... We're basically going to set it up so you can get refund no matter how much you played. Because the Steam thing is like if you played less than two hours, you can submit a refund. But they were refunding everybody. Then Fantastic tweeted, "Um, answer to those who asked for a refund. MyTona, we're currently working with Steam to allow refunds for any player who requests one. Fantastic received $0 and will receive nothing from the day before sales. Fantastic tweet to that.
1: Um, The corporation... But I wonder, yeah, if the guy, you know, maybe the guy paid himself 180 eighty K a year.
2: yeah. I'm sure. I'm just saying. Earlier, you were like, "Are we sure that everybody's getting refunds?" We are, like, because Steam cool. they, they pay on net thirty, so like Steam still had all the money. So you know, they cut it four days in, and then uh, and then they were like, basically, they were they're allowing refunds for everybody, no matter how much of the game you played. Um, But it, dude, it was just crazy. It was crazy. Oh, and then immediately, so they have made other games and actually have a history of abandoning games. So they play, they released a game called The Wild Eight and then they stopped supporting that. Dead Dozen, uh, Radiant One, Prop Night is probably their most uh famous game. Um, all of the other games that they've made that are on Steam immediately like changed to like other companies now they're listed other under other companies and they were all different companies so it's not like all of the fantastic games are now this other company like they were each now changed to individually other companies and dude it was just like i want to know like i don't know the
1: names i haven't googled any of this stuff um but uh but like there's got to be you know they're the russian i wonder what kind of like um transparency there is with like headquarters in singapore fuck um yeah it's all oh, founders the uh, i i would i would be interested to know like what their salaries were yeah they, they like because it, the, it makes perfect sense if they had cushy jobs like real cushy because then they can just fake it till you make it Yeah, you know like i'm not a game developer but you give me five years well i could come out with a an actual game in five years going from not a game developer. I could, I could make a better thing than them and their game developers. So that's a bad example. Um,
2: And, And so like people are saying there was apparently an interview with a former fantastic employee that sounded like the devs that were there were really trying to make a game, but the two brothers in leadership were doing wild stuff and kicking anyone off who complained. Somebody else said that there was like a gift dump of, uh, gifts of like in engine features that were supposed to make it into the game, but never made it in, but like had obviously been worked on because they were in engine and in with the game's assets that never made it in. So it's sounding more and more like that. Like they hired a bunch of people. Those people were actually trying to make a video game. They had no intention of doing that. They were trying to raise money and scam people. And this is what happened. Because it's crazy because, like, they, you know, to talk about it being a financial failure and they need all this money, some of the stuff, some of the videos they released where it's like an update on the day before, they were showing off how many of their employees were volunteers. Like, it was, like, something they were bragging about. Like, we have so many people volunteering to work on this game and help us make assets and stuff. And I'm like, dude, and who are you it's paying
1: all, then? There's <laughs> a bunch of 11-year-old Singapore boys, like, in a fucking sweatshop. Dude. They just show Fiverr.com's web, yeah. like, homepage.
2: And it sucks because if there were real people that worked on this game, that feels brutal, that, like, you actually tried to make something. It sucks because it's obviously a genre and a game. Like, it's crazy because, like, how many survival games, zombie games, have there been over the past years? Hundreds, right? This one made it to the most wish-listed game on Steam at one point. Like... It looked cool. It looks modern in a modern engine. They really like their initial marketing hit the nail on the head of a game people want to make. It's crazy that like. <clears throat> how has nobody really made this? Like, how is Daisy? Daisy's an awesome game, but how is that still like the king? It's been, it's just for so long. I've been like, how has somebody not just like made this? And the the game that actually gets closest was a scam it dude it's just it blows my actual mind did you see um what daisy posted on that day what on their twitter dude daisy posted an exact white background black text Today, we want to primarily celebrate, for no reason at all, the remarkable 10th anniversary of Daisy. It is with immense gratitude we commemorate a a decade of passion, creativity, unwavering support. It is a milestone moment. And then they started using a bunch of the verbiage that was used to describe the day before MMO experience, captivated audiences worldwide, open world survival masterpiece enriched with the years of dedication.
1: Dude, Daisy dead game cross. Yes,
2: yes. And then, and then Rust, the official Rust Twitter account. Just screenshotted the Daisy one and scratched out anywhere it said Daisy and just wrote Rust over it.
1: <laughs> that's pretty funny.
2: Dude. Oh my god. And then scratched out the Daisy team and wrote Rust. Dude, it was so funny. Like the whole <laughs> dude. The,
1: it's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. The rest of the, the scratch out 1.8 wrote vehicle over 1.8. Dude. Oh, that's funny, dude. So
2: good. So good. So like the memes, uh, The memes were
1: strong, but like, and then scum the scum Twitter responded with the Michael Jackson eating, eating fucking the popcorn meme, and then Rust responded with the fucking your turn. Oh, this is funny. Yeah. Oh, and then fucking Daisy. Oh, (laughs) Jesus, dude. So like, it was definitely good, good
2: memes, but like, it would, dude. It just is truly, truly mind bending how like how it got so far and how seemingly with no intention of making a video game at all, it still wasn't the worst early access release. (laughs) Like dead matter was so much worse.
1: See, that's what blows my mind. That's what blows my mind, bro. So I'm so like, I eventually went back and started and watched a couple like reviews and like, and this both simultaneously, like I hate like every aspect of this from, like, all sides, because, like, IGN released a review, and it was like, you know, 1 out of 10 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, And, uh, and, like, part of me was, like, okay, yeah, but you gave Starfield, like, Starfield's at like, an 8-point whatever, you well, know. it was, like, a 10. Uh, but then, also, like, you know, some people that I, that, you know, I, I generally, like, uh, res- you know, respect their opinions about stuff and whatever, yeah. we're saying, like, oh, you know, the game is, like, it's actually really good, you know, so I'm, like, oh, okay, interesting. And then, like, I watch it, and I'm, like, it looks... Terrible. And then a day later it fucking goes <clears throat> off the store and is yeah. like, okay, well then it definitely was a scam. And then I watch other clips that were the games like completely and utterly broken. Like yeah. So I'm like
2: when it was when it was working decently, like if you got on a lower pop server, like I, I think I'm c i am because guys like Desmond played it almost exclusively those four days. And I respect Desmond's opinion a lot. <clears throat> Landmark played it a lot, Glorious played it a lot, Willers played it a lot, Sacriel played it a lot, Hutch played it a lot. And when I actually, I popped in when Sacriel, Hutch, and Clean were playing, and <clears throat> Sacriel hit the nail on the head of, like, they just, they and and kind of pseudo-us, some gamers, just miss having, like, a fun survival
1: game to play with the homies. And I'm convinced if you make a multiplayer game, you give guns, and you just walk up to things and hit F on them, and it goes bing, <clears throat> and, and then you just have... Something go, uh, yeah. and follow you around. That no, it doesn't matter. People will just say it's fun.
2: Yeah, but that's the thing is that like there was the genre works and is still fun, and the real games that have come out in the genre have either missed the mark or overcomplicated the genre. Um, but like, it's yeah, I it's just crazy because like it shows you. If you just track from like what they originally marketed the game as and how much hype there was for it. If somebody just makes that game. Now it's not that simple. Just make that game obviously, but there's desire for it. Like, you know what I mean? There were a lot of streamers spending a lot of time playing that game, the game that as it launched, you know what I mean? So I think it just, it just, uh, it shows that that genre is not dead and that, but it just needs new life breathed into it. And, uh, and I get it. I mean, like, I don't know something, you know, it's the uh, I really need you to watch this video. Did you ever watch that? It was a Patreon episode uh, content request and it was the cursed judge. And it was the video like why like the day PUBG died or something like that. No. Oh, my God. I'm going to send you this video. Please watch it. It's not that long. It's it. it is a one to one analog. escape from Tarkov and it's like it's like the jaded boomer Tarkov like old Tarkov opinion you know what I mean so it's like if we said this on stream people would be like oh my god it's not that long it's 20 minutes but like um I think
1: I watched like the first you watched like 10 seconds seconds
2: of it while we were live and then you were like oh my god I need to watch this like it's fascinating it is a literal one to one analog yeah I'll link it in chat Uh, it's a great video um for, like, an interesting Tarkov perspective and any, everything. Um, but but it, it's largely about the pace and how... Um, oh, yeah, when, I remember this conversation. When the pace of PUBG picked up and when it became about, like, how many kills can I get? Um, you know, he, he posits that it killed the spirit of the game because it was... Yeah, yeah, I, I was telling you about this because he was, like, it was about the stress in the slow. You know what I mean? And I think that that the the emotion, the feeling of that is why survival games still get people excited. Yeah. Because everything else has become, you know, just like, how many kills can I get? How quick can I get to meta? how This, that, and the other. And like a new survival game, briefly, there's just like, you're just wandering and you don't know and everything's hard to find and everything's hard to get. And just like, I really do, not everybody, obviously, not everybody likes that, but I think a lot of gamers like that and want it. Now, the complete flip side of that has uh have you seen any gameplay of the finals? We talked about it a little bit because they've been they had been doing beta tests uh several times over the past like year or two. So I played it a long time ago and I think I mentioned it on the podcast. But have you I haven't
1: seen any I haven't seen any gameplay of it. I kind of just decided like a while ago I wasn't interested. Although it's like one of those things understandable. like I- <clears throat> I'm sure th- there's a threshold where if enough people said enough interesting things that was new about it, not just like it's a cool game that has like really cool destructive physics. And, like I just, I've never given a fuck yeah. about any of that. So the, but there's a world in which like I suddenly become interested in, yeah. in the game. But yeah, so far I've, I've, I've kind of tuned out from for sure. it, but willing sure. to hear more about it for sure. It's so much fun.
2: I mean, it is like, It's so funny. People were like, oh my God, this is too chaotic. Like, uh, like uh, a bunch of people in my chat because I was playing it the other day and I was playing it when Tarkov was down. I love it because it is the antithesis of Escape from Tarkov. (laughs) Like, like, does that make sense? Like people, yeah, people are like, oh, I don't like this. It's too far away. Like it's too unrealistic or it's too whatever. And I'm just so exhausted with those themes of thinking it has to be realistic, thinking it has to be this, thinking it has to be that, that like this game is just like a complete rejection of that. It is it is zoomer adrenaline-fueled cocaine sniffing acid trip the video game with a gun and it's so much fun, dude. There's no fall damage. Traversal is unreal. It's uh it's from a bunch of old original Battlefield devs. So every single part of the entire map is destructible. Every building, every wall, every floor, everything is destructible. It's got this really interesting, like their kind of core loop is all about like cashing out. It's like a game show. And so like they have a bunch of different game modes around finding uh, like loot things and then depositing them in these cash registers and then defending the cash registers to like bank your money. And then like the, the person who wins has the money and there's a ranked mode. And then there's like this weird tournament system where it's almost got a bit like of like a BR and it's like multiple rounds where teams continue to get eliminated. And it's teams of three. It's your classic like light, medium, heavy. There's weapons each class can use. There's a bunch of like utility things that each class can use, a bunch of skills each class can use. And there's an unbelievable amount of synergies between do you want to run three heavies? Do you want to run two heavies and a medium? Want to run three lights? And there's all sorts of different like like the skill ceiling is just like enormous. Like however deep you wanted to go into it you could. But it is just fun. It is just like it is like pure distilled entertaining fun shooter game. The time to kill is like 3 business days, dude. I'm telling you it is the rejection of all it things spongy, yeah. of all things realistic and I love it. I love it so much. Like and I I know it's not for everybody. I can, like, I totally understand that. Um, The time to kill is so high. But once again, it's just like, I think in a different time of my life, I wouldn't like the finals. But just playing 7,000 hours of Escape from Tarkov and just, like, getting one tapped all the time, it just feels so good to, like, be able to move at 100% of my movement speed while getting shot, to be able to get shot and not immediately die, to be able to, like, completely traverse the map and just, like, use skill to completely turn a fight on somebody if you get the best of them. You know what I mean? Dude, it's so much fun. I mean, I get it. I totally... I mean, it is literal, like... It is an acid trip to, like, watch combat. Especially when everybody's on the point. When the whole team is on the point, And just, like, the level is being destroyed. But, bro... Like, one of these days, like, especially if Arena doesn't come out for a while, like, Yumi and Seal or Yumi and Dez or something should, like, hop on for a little bit. It's just... I'll, I'll give it a, I'll give it a just, try. It looks fun. Yeah, it's just fun. It's just, like... <clears throat> I would never main that
1: game, you know what I mean? But just, like, holy... Yeah, not enough cocaine this side of the yeah, fucking dude. <laughs> city. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Um, Yeah, so, like, w- usually when I see games like this and, I, and I'm not interested, a lot of it comes down to the fact that, like, it has, like one or two more mechanics than I give a fuck about. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like, you know, like you want to jump into the game, you have to learn what's you have to learn the armor system, the different guns, the tiers. There's the, uh, the all of the different like grenades. Yeah, all, there's the maps. Then you also have to know about like the meta around like where you get the money. What's the money? The cash yeah. out system. Where do you? There's just like one or two too many elements where yeah. it's like Get rid of the cash out, and like I'm suddenly interested. Yeah, you know what I mean. But For it's sure. Like I end up playing. It was like when I played Fortnite back in the day. Yeah. Before there was no build, I'm like, I just don't want to build. Yeah. 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 And it's not. But it's not. But they're designed with that in mind. So when you yeah. don't build, you're just at a disadvantage. For sure. So I'm like, I just don't care to learn. It was the same thing with uh Rainbow Six. I don't yeah. want to fuck around with DVD. Players on RC cars, yeah. and putting up metal on windows. <laughs> like I just want to kill things, you know yeah, what I mean? I get that for sure. So it's uh, that's that's what turned me off. I that guess makes sense. whenever I see these things, I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm too.
2: It's it says, <sighs> but but the thing is, is like it's a bit more accessible than it seems. I mm. played I played two days because I played with Seal. We had planned to play, and then the next day Tarkov went down, so I played. It's basically two days in a row for several hours each time. That entire time. The, like, six or seven hours I played, I never changed anything on my kit. I used one gun. I only played medium. And we were winning. Like, we were winning a you bunch of the rounds. you go with a loadout
1: or is it what you find, like, RNG? You
2: go in with a loadout. So, what's, it, it, what's interesting is you have a... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so you, you have... That
1: removes one of the elements of, yep. like, I don't have to know where the good stuff is and what the good stuff is.
2: You have, like, a Q ability you can use. You have a main weapon. You have a grenade. You have, like, a utility... Like I had a jump pad and then something else. And then what you have is there's a reserve. So because the games are like multiple rounds, you there's four slots where you can pick like four different things, either different utilities or different weapons or whatever. And when you die, while you're in the game, before you respawn, you can swap anything with anything in your reserve. So you don't have access to everything, but like, if you go into the game and you're like, "Dude, these guys are sniping," you could swap to a different utility grenade or, a, you know, whatever you have in your reserve. So there's a little bit of based on how this round is going, I want to switch up my load up, loadout. Yeah. But you don't have everything at your disposal at all times. But literally, it, I just a- just used the AK the entire time on medium, the whole time I played, and it was so fun.
1: And it's so it is a BR, so like if your whole team dies, then you just start a fresh no, new game. It's
2: so that there's there's like quick play modes and then there's a tournament mode. What tournament like is like almost a BR-esque thing where like tournament road mode, it's like four teams playing a game that you're not in and four and you're you're in this <clears> game, and then the two teams that come in first and second will then progress and then they'll fight it out. And then if you win that or come in second place, you one V1 a whole game of cash out. So it's like like a a BR BR
1: inside of a BR. Yeah. It's like a meta
2: one where like, it's, it's an arena shooter where when you die, you can respawn, But in tournament mode that it's like, like the stakes are in between a call of duty match and a BR where you want to win because you want to progress and like win the tournament. And it's also cool because in the tournament mode, if you're like, you're getting the cash and that's how it is. You try to win by getting the most cash deposited. If you get team wiped, you lose 30% of your cash. So in the mm. tournament mode, it's so much more like if two of you die, the other one, your strategy might shift. You might actually run away and wait for them to respawn because you don't want to get team wiped. If you get team wiped, that's when the money goes. So it's like a fascinating, it's not a BR, but it just, I guess that's the best way that I describe Increasing the stakes on an arena shooter because yeah. it's more than just one round and you can get eliminated. But if you don't really think about it that way, it is you can just think of it up. but you don't even have to play the tournament round. You can play the quick play rounds and there's like a ranked one
1: and it's just it like, seems like an interesting way around like you know, one of the one of the downsides to playing like squad BRs is if you're the guy that dies in the beginning, you just sit there and fucking spectate, you know? Yes. Like it's so it seems like it's Yes. Uh, more accessible. Exactly. From that perspective. everybody. Oh, looks like the, the th- three man squads. Yep. Three man squads. Everybody. That's just such a good number, dude, because four is so annoying. Yeah. You know, three is really sometimes nice. Sometimes it's so hard to find four that you just end up with three and then you're at a disadvantage. Yeah. And then yeah, three is good size.
2: And just the time to kill is so fun because it prioritizes sticking together. I, I have always, I personally don't like playing games where the skill ceiling can get so high that the three man squad can just split and each of them can just dominate other three man squads. It's mm-hmm. really hard to one v three in this game. So even though there's a high because skill... of the TTK. Yes. So even though there's a high skill ceiling and you really can master this game and be so much objectively better than me, it's still prioritizing prioritizes staying closer to your squads because team shooting a heavy. Like if you're a light, you can't one v one a heavy unless they're just like whiffing the ball right. So it prioritized I just saw this guy with, like, an MP5
1: shooting. empty an entire mag. Every bullet hit the dude, and he had to, like, get behind cover and reload yeah. and have his buddies, yeah.
2: So, like, good comms, good communication, good accuracy, good team fighting. And, like, the more I played it, the more I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I want to play more of this game. It was just fun. And would, it's free to play.
1: I'll give it a try Made sure. by I mean, Battlefield
2: devs. Like, yeah, it, was just, it was just a good time.
1: And this is like the this is all about the timing of like game recommendations. Yeah, like I enough people have been asking me about Factorio, and, and and I've been Factorio and Satisfactory are two games that people have been saying for years that I should play. I should play every time I watch, every time I watch them, I'm like, uh, you know, yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden, in the last like 48 hours, I've suddenly been like, I think when I'm done with Power Watch them, I'm gonna play, play Factorio. Factorio. Yeah. But the problem is, is that uh, if tomorrow Arena comes out, it's like I I do I if I were to yeah. go play Factorio today, I have a feeling that I'll I'll either never play it again or I wouldn't even play arena because like that type of game that I would be so into that I wouldn't, it was kind of like Diablo. I was really into Diablo that like when the wipe happened, I'm like, I don't still give a fuck. Yep. You know? So like the timing of it is off. And then maybe later on, I I just won't play satisfactory again or Factorio, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would have gotten into arena. I played that for like a month and then lost the interest I had. Yeah. uh, It's like,
2: yeah, for sure. That makes sense. But uh, yeah. I mean, maybe over the next few days, if Arena like doesn't come out this weekend, and and you know, if we're both streaming or something, and we can find a third, maybe we do that for like an hour or two. It's just uh, it's yeah, just yeah. fun. It's yeah. It's like and, and like like I said, I'm I've been gushing over it for 20 minutes, but I'm probably gonna play less than 20 hours of it total, right? Because like I just don't have the time to like play a game every day for a few hours off. But like, it, it was just cool to see it it weirdly just escaped the toxic shooter thing because it's not like if a new Battlefield comes out, it's like Bat Company was peak Battlefield. Battlefield 4 was peak Battlefield. This isn't Battlefield. Why are they trying to reiterate on Battlefield? We just want more of old Battlefield. The Call of Duty comes out, right? Oh my God, just give me Rebirth Island back. Caldera. Like, I don't even know what any of these words mean, but I just hear everything regurgitated. But everything is every new game. Halo Infinite, Battlefield 76, Call of Duty 132. And like the guys that made all of the battlefields that are in contention for the best battlefields of all time just were like, we're going to make this other game. And then they just released it at the game awards. And like, it's just like, oh my God, this is so much fun. You know what I mean? And so it just kind of missed out on the, some of the toxicity. It's just like, if you don't like it, that's fine. But it just kind of came out and I just, it's always a good thing when good games are good. You know what I mean? Yep. It's just a good thing when games are good. It's free. Uh the cosmetics and battle the the battle pass and the cash shop is only cosmetic. There's no like extra guns or abilities. It's just like good game. Good game, you know? But uh GG. GG. Good game. But uh yeah, that's uh that's it. That is the the gaming news we were really hoping to be recording this podcast today in coping. between coping in between arena matches um we'll see i don't know hopefully once again by the time you hear this on uh today minus 4 or plus 5 i don't remember the meme we were doing earlier <laughs> um no oh, yeah uh, the arena will be out and we're all having fun singing kumbaya oh that was the other thing man it's like just freaking never mind it's just arena. It's making me lose my mind, too. It's making me lose my mind. Um, but, yeah. Thank you guys for hanging. We appreciate it. Thank you to HelloFresh and BetterHelp for sponsoring the episodes. And uh, if you want more content like this, you can go to patreon.com slash the podcast pod for more content like this. We are sorry this week we weren't able to record an extra episode.
1: My, my bad. My bad. Listen, it's... I, hey, listen. Literally yesterday... Closed on my grandmother's house. Nice, big, massive, fucking weight off my That's shoulders. That's huge. Yeah, and That's... I saved. Uh, remember how I was bitching about how it was gonna be like six thousand dollars? Yes, ended up being like fifteen hundred dollars cheaper. Hey. So I, I, only got like elbow deep, <laughs> fisted rather than shoulder deep. Um, but and uh, at that but point, yeah, you
2: can take. You'll take every inch you can get. You know, or. Okay. Er... <laughs> Every inch off. Sure. Anyways, um, so, uh, we are sorry about that. And, uh, I mean, yeah, you say it's your fault. It's my fault that I don't have a single other hour to offer you. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's, it's our fault that it didn't happen this, uh, uh, this week, but we will be back with that. And we do that weekly. We are, we are really good about it. Normally we just had this one weird week. If you want more content, more, uh, podcast content you can go to patreon.com slash the podcast pod thank you guys for hanging and we will definitely see y'all in the next one peace